Let's begin. Dude, I want to start this episode off differently. Oh. I was driving over here. Okay. And traffic was like terrible. And this lady in this BMW was like weaving, cutting back and forth. You driving really like wanted a lunatic. to say this. Yeah. I had no hints of this coming. Yeah, no. She was driving like a lunatic. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, that lady's the worst. And then I was like, dang. I should probably pray for her because I don't know if she's like driving to a hospital super fast or something. Mm, true that. But I was just minding my own business in the right lane, not even in the left lane. I drove past her and another car, then pulled in front of the other car. So now I'm in, I'm in the right lane. Yeah. This lady passes the one car, gets in behind me, and then starts honking and flashing at me and not the guy in the left lane. What what who does that? <laughs> so you prayed for her and she Yeah, I did. And everyone listening to. also pray for her cuz we don't know. She could have been going to like her she she could have been poisoned and like driving to her house to get an antidote or something. I don't know why you'd have the antidote at your house unless you were going to kill someone else. Yeah. And then accidentally took your own poison. Yeah. But we don't know. She probably had the uh, blow dart facing the wrong way so she sucked it in. Yeah. Just... That could have been it. But yeah, so uh that it was just like kind of annoying on my way over here or maybe she was just a jerk <laughs> probably <laughs> i'm being the pessimist who knows <laughs> i'm just kidding all right uh yeah so let's get into it podcast podcast yeah with andy and carlos oh yeah with andy and carlos basic necessities with Andy and Carlos podcast. With Andy and Carlos podcast. With Andy and Carlos basic necessities. Basic necessities. Oh yeah. The necessities that are basic. All right, Carlos, you want to take you? You take the yeah, intro. Yeah, I got it. I'll take the intro. So, hello, welcome to our podcast. If you didn't know, this is podcast number, is it like 11? No, I think we're on your favorite number. This is 12. This is 12. This is my favorite number. 12 is my favorite number. Um, And we're going into... Mine's seven, so we passed that one a long time ago. But that's why I get to lead this one. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, sure. But uh, so we're podcast number 12. Uh, Both 11 and 12, we got new mics and continuing forward we're gonna always have new mics so that's probably the last time that i (laughs) say that we just sound so good it sounds so much better oh yeah okay so um what we're getting into is um the next section which is i believe in jesus christ the only son of god 12 episodes in and we are at chapter two finally okay so coincidence we're going into i believe in jesus christ the only son of god jesus was on earth and had 12 apostles and we're on the 12th episode and he's the second person of the trinity and he's chapter two is this coincidence probably yeah it's probably a coincidence. <laughs> so uh we're going into this yeah this section so um i'll just kick it off by just the first thing that stuck out to me uh which is literally the first line of the first thing that you read pretty much um, it says, the good news, God has sent his son. That's like the title. And then it goes to paragraph 422, which is, but when the time 
had fully come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we may receive adoption as sons. So I didn't actually highlight the whole thing. All I highlighted was, but when the time had fully come. I just thought that was interesting because um, it just kind of showed that the plan that God kind of saw, knew the perfect timing of when he needed to send his son. And then his son would be on the earth for 33 years. And then they would crucify him. But then the whole plan would come. And then the the relationship between God and, 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 and humans, like all the things. But I thought it was just cool with uh, all of the things. Fully, there's a lot in between. Do you, this is probably not gonna. Do you want to make this a long episode? Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're trying to get 20 minutes. Yeah. So, but yeah, when the time had fully come, later. I think I the uh, what I've noticed in the Bible and just in in this the intentionality and in the words and the verbiage of how things are said. So instead of when the time had come. But no, it's like when the time had fully come to its peak, like there was nothing more. I just thought that was cool. So that's what I got. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, dude. Um, well, immediately after that, it then talks about Jesus coming down, right? It says, okay. Um, Which have you noticed this whole chapter, this whole section that we're reading Every time it talks about like Jesus and it's explaining whatever it's supposed to explain, it explains like all the details of its li- of his life and like it breaks it down and she's like very 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 specific on outlining everything, which I don't think we've had in de- as in depth as we've had in this. It just kind of like you were saying before we talked about this, um, how this episode like the stuff that we read is a lot. It's really repetitive, but it's yeah. trying to like I feel like it's trying to solidify. Like, this is what you're about to learn about. Well, yeah, and I, there's some stuff that sticks out later that, like, when the apostles are talking about Christ and spreading the gospel, which gospel means the good news. Oh, dude, I got so excited because there's a lot of sections where it'll say, like, Jesus means this, Christ means this. Yeah. And I was like, I can sound smart <laughs> you're like, this now. This is my stuff. This yeah. is my jam. I can sound smart now and be like, well, did you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, immediately after the line that you highlighted, um, it says, God has visited his people. Right? It talks about the the time fully coming. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And then it says, God has visited his people, which, like, it's so cool that to think, like, he came down and was just, like, mingling with, with people. Mm-hmm. And they touch on that again later with the apostles where it says like we have heard we have seen with our eyes we have looked upon and touched with our hands like th- for them it wasn't the way that we have experienced jesus like through the mass through the eucharist they just walked with jesus mm-hmm. and talked with jesus and like it, and even at the end it says and this is why we are writing this like everything is so concrete it was just like for the apostles, it was reality. This is how it is. This is what we've experienced, and we want to spread that to you, mm-hmm. which is so cool, I think. It's just like right there for them, and they experienced it. And I got to, I was lucky enough to 
experienced something similar when I went to Rome and we did the whole Scavi tour. You walked with Jesus? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I cut you off. Go ahead. Every day. Um, No, we did the whole Scavi tour. And so they take you like underneath St. Peter's. Mm -hmm. And we get, you get to the bottom, like the very end of the tour, they take you to where they believe St. Peter is buried. And I was just standing there. I was like, geez, like I'm 10 feet from the, the, remains of this dude that walked and talked with jesus Mm -hmm. like he's buried right there and it just became like way more concrete to me in that moment that like dang this faith was built off of people like you and me Mm -hmm. flesh and blood jesus was flesh and blood and like it's just so cool so that was something that got me really excited was just like all of the concrete words where it's like the apostles lived with Christ and they, they, they touched him, they saw him, like they shook his hand. I don't know if Peter and Jesus had a secret handshake. They probably did. But I'm sure they did. They probably like transferred a rock from one hand to the other. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like stuff like that where it's just like so crazy that they got to do that with God. They got to like be best friends with Jesus. Mm-hmm crazy which crazy which uh, i have always thought about because like i mean jesus god he knows everything he knows how the conversation is going to go he knows what people are going to say or whatever but like do you think he always was like as someone was talking he'd just say the same thing so yeah. that he could be like jinx yeah <laughs> probably he's like you owe me a soda and then they were actually jinxed because he was god and it was like no, oh no <laughs> <laughs> no but like uh, one thing i thought and just kind of going off uh, staying on the topic actually but do you think God ever, like, Jesus ever made jokes? For sure. Do you think he laughed at jokes? Yeah. Because usually when you laugh at a joke, it's because you don't see it coming and because the punchline hits you and you're like, oh, that was great. There was are funny. shows that I watch over and over again and they're still funny even though I know what's coming. So. But I do don't you know. think in that moment, then Jesus is like, I'm so glad I created you funny? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. That stuff just kind of breaks my like brain, like uh, yeah. But it's but it's cool to think about. Um, but uh, uh, I don't know. I was just thinking, like when you were you were talking about how people um, like would walk with Christ or the apostles walked with Christ, and they all the things like we knew and we touched his hand and all the things. Um, but there were also people who they didn't know. Like and that kind of blows my mind too. It's like the the king the the of the universe, the guy who made you the the just I, I don't know to have an interaction with him is like what everyone I guess would die for and to get um, answers to whatever questions and all the things. But there were a lot of people who were so maybe closed off, um, and I think we're seeing that a, a lot now. Whoa, of, whoa, you can't take that. That's my thing. Uh, I, I didn't say I didn't say nowadays. <laughs> I said now, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I was just thinking like I always, not always, just like but whenever I, I read something, I just kind of try to put myself in in like the scene. Like, <clears throat> would I have noticed? Would I have known? Like, would it would have it would have have uh, hit me like like it did the apostles? Um, like, yeah, I don't know. There's a random side thought, and I guess that's a question to ask yourselves. Would you have, like, and do you now? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Side note. All but right. Do you got, do you got another thing? Because at 423, I got something to say. 423, I was just going to touch on how it says 
that Jesus was born of a Jew. He was born a Jew of a daughter of Israel at Bethlehem at the time of King Herod the Great. I like how they left King Herod the Great in there, even though he tried to murder like Mm -hmm. just all of the babies, just all of them. Yeah. And they're like, ah, we'll we'll keep calling him the Great. And Mm -hmm. that's in the catechism. Like they didn't just call him Herod the baby murderer. Yeah. Or Herod, the dude that was alive in the time of Jesus. <laughs> it's just funny. What I found interesting, this might have nothing to do with anything, but it was similar to what you're saying, is yeah, that... mine had a lot to do with everything. No, 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 no uh, I don't know. But it kind of goes along what you're saying is, I like how they emphasize these great beings um, that were alive during his time. Like they said, um, in at Bethlehem at the time of King Herod the Great... And the emperor Caesar Augustus, a carpenter, and then they go back to a carpenter by trade, who died crucified in Jerusalem under the protect, uh, procurator Pontius Pilate, and reign um, during the reign of the emperor Tiberius. Um, and it's just like says all these all these like kind of check marks of these big figures or whatever, um, but he was like the biggest of them all, and it's showing his humility versus their grandeur in the eyes of the world but yet the grandeur is in him like he he is like the all in all and all those big names that the world sees like those kind of like key names they if they weren't rooted in christ they meant nothing to follow him um i just thought that was cool the the back and forth and that which I don't think many people probably noticed. My mind was just, I don't know. My mind was all over the place when I was reading this, but yeah. It also just gives a concrete time of when Jesus was alive. Well, that too. Like we have yeah. such historical facts about all of these other people. It's like, yeah, Jesus was around then. And I always hated history. Like that was my least favorite subject. But it's good to know, like all of these people were real. And I always forget that. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, people in the past, like, that was their time. They 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 did what they did in the past. But, like, Jesus is one that we're still, like, interacting with. We're still, he's still alive and with us. So it's like his impact has not ceased. And yeah. I th- that was one of the things that brought a lot of... Uh, couple different friends that i know who have converted to catholicism the biggest thing that brought them in was like apostolic succession that from jesus to saint peter like we can track lineage all the way back to them whereas other empires other um countries just different regimes have fallen rose and fall and fell but catholicism has stayed around and so like that's just a huge thing to just know where where Jesus was in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think? It, I mean, it's his story, right? Got him. Do you think what history? Yeah. His dang it. Story. That's what I was gonna get to. Do you think that's why history is the way? It, it that's the name they use for history because it's his story. Do you think that's a coincidence? going back to that i guess see how many times we can pull that up coincidence i think not i think not it's his story his story <laughs> well dude two, uh 424 i just highlighted on the rock of this faith confessed by saint peter christ has built his church um 
which I just thought pointed out like, yeah, the Jesus uses people that are not, don't seem special, don't seem like they have a ton of talents or skills or might not even be that educated. But it was the faith that St. Peter confessed that Jesus was like, all right, I'm going to build my church on, on this. Um, and I thought that was so cool. And you hear it all the time, like faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. I don't see anybody moving mountains nowadays. So like we all got some tiny little hey, faith. That's uh, ta- symbolic. Tiny little faith. <laughs> Maybe it's not symbolic. Just... No, dude, I feel like that one, that one's legit. I feel like it's got to be legit. Yeah. But the thing is, it, it, have you, you seen? Know, I think about that. Wait, how have I seen? Have you seen uh, Little Boy, no. the movie? No. Well, he moves some mountains in there. Does he actually? Yeah. Oh wait, yes, I yeah. have seen Little Boy with um the guy who plays in Wizard. Uh, Wizard. Yeah, David. David Henry. Henry. Yeah, great movie. Um. So next section four twenty five. I think this is like. Uh, I don't know. For me, is kind of like, and this will come up a lot, but the meat of what we're trying to do, what Catholics should do, what... Or not on Friday, the fish of oh, what we're trying to do. Oh, snap. Jeez. <laughs> um, but it says, okay, so to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. Okay, so that's the title. So it says, the transmission of, of the Christian faith consists primarily in proclaiming Jesus Christ in order to lead others to him. The first disciples burned with the desire to proclaim Christ. We cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. And then it goes on later to say, um, I don't know where this is actually. Um, Gosh, I don't know where it is. But basically, it's talking about how before we... um, we want to share the, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Whoever so, is called to teach Christ is. must first seek the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus. Yeah. Where'd you? Number 428. Oh, yeah, yeah, 428. I did highlight that. I highlighted I the whole thing. Yeah, dude. I, I highlighted that line and then I circled the I, whole thing. I did a little highlight bracket. Dude, too. you too? <laughs> yeah. We did the same oh! exact thing. That's what I'm talking highlight about. Highlight buddies. Highlight buddies. And you use yellow? Do you yeah. use yellow highlight? Yeah, it's because oh it's the man. easiest. It, it's the easiest what to use yeah it's like the most common highlighter color you're right you're right you're right um so okay so i just thought it was interesting it's a good reminder for all catholics um and if you're you're questioning the faith too um like entering into the faith and kind of growing that relationship with um god and 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 uh, pursuing that just relationship or that um yeah life in general is um like jesus christ getting to know him understanding like the sacrifice understanding like the reason he came down um the the whole perfect plan um that kind of mended that relationship that was lost um due to the first sin of adam and eve like that whole disconnect happened um was mended because of the life of jesus christ and how he taught us how to live how we live from the bible everything that he continues to teach us and people still study the bible and all his passages and everything um can still learn so 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 much um so much richness there um like this is that that's it and it's and 
what you said, that line where whoever is called to teach Christ must first seek the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ is before we can teach fully and try to bring others to the faith. One, and it says it somewhere, like we need to understand that we're not the ones that will bring others. Like us through him will bring others. My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. Boom. I highlighted that too. Where's that? It's right above. 428 oh it is yeah Yeah. so i mean all this is the i think there's just like the main meat of this is just it's it talks about like catechesis and and us teaching and sharing the gospel and uh sharing his word and trying to bring others um but it's emphasizing the fact that we cannot do that well until we know him on a personal level and strive to know him and are on fire to know him going back to this passage it's saying the first disciples burned with the desire to proclaim Christ. We cannot, we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. Like they, they just could not walk by someone or, or, or encounter someone and not talk about the goodness and the joy and the truth that they know by knowing Christ, by knowing the truth. Sorry, you see number four twenty nine. From this loving knowledge of Christ springs the desire to proclaim Him, to evangelize, and to lead others to the yes of faith in Jesus Christ. Highlighted, boom, dude. We highlighted the exact. It's we all were, tied together. We were in sync. We've highlighted the exact same bye, things. Bye, 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 bye. Is that in sync? That's like, are we closing off? Oh, I'm yeah, that's in sync. Doing this tonight, yo. I'm gonna start a fight. Uh, all right <laughs> before we get banned <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> like uh everything i know people want to hear our rendition more than in sync but yeah. you'll have to hear that live at karaoke karaoke um did you have something to say on because 426 i think i, I mentioned catechesis um, people are like, what's that? Because I honestly did not know what catechesis was. Like, and I, I would not be able to explain it to you well. I probably still can't fully, but wouldn't be able to explain it well until like maybe a couple of years ago. So, so give us your explanation then. Well, I'm going to read it. That's, I'm not okay. going to do better than this. <laughs> do you have something to say on it? Or, um, or no, I mean, I just, there? I just had, um, no, we'll, we'll, I'll jump into mine after yours. But. All right. I then I'm gonna say it. So do it. Four twenty six. Drum half. roll. Oh, that's not a drum roll. <laughs> I forgot we had that. Um, so four twenty six. Um, about a quarter, a third of the way down, it says, "To catechize is to reveal the person of Christ, the whole of God's eternal design, reaching fulfillment in that person." It is to seek to understand the meaning of Christ's actions and words and of the design worked by him. Catechesis aims to this aims at putting people in communion with Christ, with Jesus Christ, which I thought was awesome. I never really thought about that. Catechesis aims towards people becoming a relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Only he, only Jesus Christ, can lead us to the love of the Father and the Holy Spirit and make us share in the life of the Holy Trinity. So only Jesus Christ can bring us in like that. That relation with Jesus Christ can bring us into the relationship of the Trinity, um, can lead us to eternity, uh, which I was like, mind blown. And, yeah, then, and that was the one thing that I highlighted at the very beginning was at the heart of catechesis, we find in essence a person 
the person of Jesus of Nazareth. Mm-hmm. So catechesis, like you said, is bringing people into communion with Jesus and just leading them to discover the fullness of Jesus yep. and like deepening that relationship. So, yeah, I just thought that that was pretty awesome. Like, and, and it's a different way of thinking of it, right? Cause a lot of times I think a lot of times while I'm reading this, I was thinking like, okay, catechesis is just bringing someone into the faith, bringing them into the Catholic church. But in reality, it's just bringing them to the feet of Jesus and letting him do the rest. Boom. It's they're encountering Jesus and he is encountering them. And catechesis is just kind of getting them to that point where they can encounter Jesus. And then they can choose it for themselves and they can say like, yeah, I want to follow Jesus or no, I don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But to add on 427, just to add on to what you said and to add on to the um, 426 that I just read, it says, and usually I don't like to read so much from this, but this is just so good. It's, Are you reading the whole thing? No, just up to the, the part where it says lips. Do it. Okay. It says, In catechesis, Christ, the incarnate word of the Son of God, uh, the incarnate word and the Son of God, is taught. So in catechesis, Christ is taught. Everything else is taught with reference to him. I was like, Phew. so everything else that we learn is taught in reference to Jesus Christ. And if we think about it, like, yeah. Um, and so it continues to say, and it is Christ alone who teaches. Anyone else teaches to the extent that he is Christ's spokesman, enabling Christ to teach with his lips. So like like you were saying, we kind of bring everybody to the feet of Jesus. Like we, we get to that extent because that's the all we can do. And then Christ teaches. But for people to come, and uh, and I, I mean, I've noticed this so much in my life. Like, I can hear only like what the world, what Christ allows me to hear, like from somebody specifically, and they can bring me like on fire and bring me to like want to know more. But if I don't take those steps, and then if I don't let Christ speak into my heart, and I don't have that dialogue with Him, it doesn't go much farther than that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's so crazy true and it puts it so perfectly. Um, so this is actually something that like I've been thinking of just today. I was at mass and I was praying because I told you already, I haven't told the podcast listeners, but I'm going to be on this like ridiculous live stream thing that's going on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So there's probably going to be like millions of people watching, mm-hmm. which gives me an opportunity to just like subtly stand by my faith Mm. and i i can do that by just like whatever hanging like a little cross in the background or something and so i've just been like okay if i get the opportunity how do i show that catholicism is like open accepting like loving to people that might not agree with it so this has been something that i've been just thinking of for the past couple days because like if i get an opportunity to talk and i'm just like they're hanging out having fun how can i make people think or how like and this is this is where it comes up because like it's not going to be me like i don't want it to just be me talking because if it's just me then like people aren't going to be impacted they're not going to like care it's going to be a thing that just like flies by so i've been praying to the holy spirit like for this this event like 
how can he work through me to other people? And I don't know. So I'm a little nervous because I'm like, I, I would love to just like be able, because it's a big platform. And so there are people that are going to be listening. Mm-hmm. And so like, if I get a chance to say something, it's going to be heard by a lot of people, whether or not they're like listening yeah. to paying it super close attention. But like, it just gives the opportunity. So I don't know. So I'm like trying to put that trust in the Holy Spirit and just like let him do his thing. But we'll see, dude. How'd you, how, what is it? I mean, people probably, I mean, I actually still don't know the fullness of what it is, but what is it? How'd you get Dude, into? that is a great question. Thank you. Which I'll answer in after the before. Oh. Tune in there. Dang it. Oh. <laughs> Man, I got, I got to remember where these sound effects Was that the are. wrong one? Yeah, I was going for this one. Oh, uh, that would have Tune been Tune in in the after the before, but. Yeah, but you should have hit it first yeah. and then said it. Okay. Well. Well, hey. Tune in to After the Before. <laughs> Dang, bummer, because I, <laughs> I want to know now. So I have to wait a few more minutes to yeah, find dude. out. But. And so does everyone else. Actually, everyone else could get over there right now, and they could just skip the rest of this episode and then listen to the After the Before. Oh, so they could get it, it faster than you can get it. But don't do that, guys. <laughs> Dang. Time travel throws me off. All right. Um... So what 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 you got? What you got? Wait, what do I? Do got? you have four twenty nine? Four twenty. I know you said four twenty eight that you highlighted everything. Yeah, but we already touched so, on uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Four twenty nine. I had one line in the very middle. Oh, okay. Then I have a line at the beginning. So right. let me say that, and then you can. Because mine will just be the second one. <laughs> That's how that works. Let's go. All right. So it says, "This loving knowledge of Christ springs the desire to proclaim Him to." Uh, and then it says. To proclaim it. I already read to, that. To evangelize. You did. Already read it, bro. And to lead others to the yes of the faith in Jesus Christ. You read that? I did read it, dude. Really? Were you not paying attention? When did you read it? You weren't listening? I think I... I read the entire thing. I said... Every time you've... I said... Oh, oh. oh and then you I, did. I did this with my hand, and I and then I read it. All right. Well, I'm just going to touch on it again. Just yeah, evangelize, I mean, is what we're all called to do as Catholics. Um, so that's that i'll leave it at that and then um because andy already read it and then um the part where it says to lead others to the yes of the faith in jesus christ is just our job is to lead everyone to that decision of making whether it's yes or no i'm gonna follow christ which is what you've said but i just want to reemphasize because it says it here so perfectly yeah i already told i told my story of sister veronica on here right the dominican republic kid Maybe I haven't. I think you did. Did I? I think you did. Like, uh, second, I think it was a while Second back. or third episode. Yeah. Yeah. She just said, I'll just recap very quickly. Yes, you did. We, I do remember. We can't make other people choose, but we can learn from anything. So, like, I had a really good learning experience that I was completely missing because I was upset mm-hmm. that another kid was completely missing what he was supposed yeah. to see. And so... He did good at evangelizing, but then it didn't seem like the kid took it. And although it was so clear, yeah, although it was so clear that like, how can you not see it? And then the nun gave him like, we can only take him up to the front door, but they have to choose to knock. Yeah, basically. And then I was missing the whole thing, or it's like the Holy Spirit. I said things that was was what the kid needed to hear, Mm -hmm. and I was like disappointed. But then she said, at least you know that you were saying what he needed to hear. Yeah. And that was where it's like, oh, like, 
I was I didn't even notice that for like three months until she finally brought it up and I was like, Oh, yeah, wow, geez. Didn't even notice yeah. that. Like, great. All right. Well, line number two. Line number two? Oh, yeah. right, right, right. But at the same time. Hang on. Yeah. Um at Are the same sure time, the need to know this faith better makes itself felt. So even though like the the knowing Jesus Christ makes us want to spread it and spread the faith to evangelize, it also makes us ne- like realize that we need to know the faith better. We have to grow, and that's why we're doing this thing, because we want to be able to sh- share the faith with people. But we also realized... Yeah, we kind of like suck yeah, when it comes to, to yeah, faith. We, we need to grow. Yeah, so that's the whole reason why we did this was because like it lets us know. All right, it was more this selfish. This is where we're growing. Yeah, so it, it it's just funny because this is basically exactly what we're trying to we're do. trying to do. Yeah, it's like okay, we're all right. If what we are doing is like one eighth into the catechism, mm-hmm. we still got to work on seven hundred other pages. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Dude, we're only we're only like one seventh, one eighth of the way through the Catholic faith. Dude, and this is where we're at. So we got it. We got to work hard now. Boy. Dude, we broke a hundred pages though. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's good. No, but um, I'm saying like, I don't know oh, if this I is know. like the progression of the Catholic faith. Yeah. Right. And as we go, like a hundred pages, we is still like, got a long way to go. Like white belt, yeah. and then if we get to like five hundred pages, we're at like the green belt level. Mm-hmm. And then we keep going until we get to the black belt of Catholicism. Yeah. So, like, if we're only at page 120, we're like the white belts, man. Yeah, we're like the whitest belt. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, uh, you're the, like the Hispanicest belt. I'm like the Hispanic The most Peruvian belt. belt. You're like the whitest belt, and I'm like the... Peruvianist belt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moving on. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go into Article Two, which is uh, Paragraph Four Thirty. Wait, yeah. do you have you you want to you want to say something else, dude? Me? I had two things highlighted. My bad. Go ahead. God saves. Dang it, me too. Was the next one expresses both his identity and his mission? Nope, that was the only thing I highlighted. Dang was it, God Palmer. saves. All right, well, and oh, it's not us; it's God. God yeah, saves. Yeah, yeah. So it's talking about his name, Jesus. Jesus. If you didn't know this, I I didn't. Jesus means in Hebrew, God saves. Um, and then what I loved, uh, it talks about how Gabriel, when he, um, when he, uh, and the Annunciation, when he told Mary, like, Jesus, you know, you're going to have a baby and his name is going to be Jesus, he gave him that name because it expressed both his identity and his mission. So off the bat, he was like, you're going to have a child who, I mean, is God and he's gonna save <laughs> god saves but i thought that was that was just That'd awesome be like if you k- named your kid like accountant man yeah <laughs> he will do your taxes <laughs> accountant filer he will account and he will file <laughs> and he's a man um and then later on so 430 all and jump to chapter 432 or paragraph 432 it continues to say there's no other name under the heaven given among men by which we must be saved so there's no other name other than the name of jesus where we'll be who of who we will be saved like jesus saved us from never being able to enter into heaven um 
I just thought that was just yeah. It's, yeah, it dude. Is, and then yeah. the very next paragraph, four thirty three. It talks. It says the name of the Savior God, the old one, before Jesus came along, mm-hmm. was invoked once a year, right by the high priests. And we talked about this. Yep. We're like they can only say it once a year. I remember us talking about yeah. that. That was good. And four thirty four, it it says the exact opposite. It is the name of Jesus that fully manifests the supreme power of the name which is above every name and anyone can invoke the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like we don't it's not restricted to the high priests, it's not restricted to once a year. Jesus came down to to connect that disconnect between God and man. And nowadays there the name of Jesus is a joke. That's what I was going to get into. Like Good, people yeah. people just say it, okay, it's like they use it as a curse word. They use it as like a joke. But for us, like then it, the catechism says it really well. Like the name of Jesus is the heart of Christian prayer. All of our prayers and the liturgical prayers conclude with the words through our Lord Jesus Christ. His name is at the very center of the Hail Mary. Christians in the past, it says like Joan of Arc have died with the one word on their lips, Jesus. When it comes to our faith and respecting our faith, we have to be able to stand up. And and I I always fall short here too, I think, where I just like accept media, movies, t- like shows. Oh, where they just say like yeah. Jesus Christ, but they say it in vain. Like yeah. they're like, oh, you know, yeah. and they say it like that's not... And I will say, I was reading this, and I was like, dang, like, we got to get better as Catholics. It's just, like, not taking this. And then I went to watch the new show, uh, Queen's Gambit, the chess show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And the very first, like, line or second, first or second line in that show no was way. just that. And I was like, bummer. <laughs> and I kept watching the show. <laughs> and so I'm still bad at it, too. Yeah. Like. I don't but know. It, it's great, but I think we're bad at it, and I fall into it too because everybody around me says it. It's like one of the most normal things. But that's the thing. I think it it's just become so normalized that when we hear it, it's not like it doesn't throw up the red flag that it should. If that makes sense, because it's it's like um, like cursing. I think cursing like an actual like the f bomb or whatever that sets up more of a red flag than than Jesus's name you being used in vain mm-hmm. like at least for me i'm just kind of like dang you said that bomb like come down like there's kids around but then yeah. when they say you said the j bomb yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like it's it's just i i think with like so many things now like so many things that are wrong are becoming normal and are becoming numb to us where it's the point where we even say like, please, please don't say that or no, that's not okay. They're like, it's just a name. Like, right. do you even know what that name means though? Like going back to that, there's no other name under the heaven under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Which also throws me off. What's your thought on this? And this might be a little controversial, but whatever. Yeah. When somebody names their kid Jesus, and it happens a lot in Hispanic culture, which no, I'm, hey, I'm Hispanic. It's the same thing. You think Spanish people are like, Padre Nuestro, 
Jesus, uh, Jesus. They don't say Jesus. Jesus. They say Jesus. Yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, but so and it's thrown me off. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what to think about that, mm -hmm. and I don't know. I mean, if you guys got thoughts on that, and again, this isn't like a racist topic at all. We're just curious because I think. I mean, I wouldn't name my kid Jesus. Oh, absolutely not. I wouldn't even think about it. Like, imagine you're praying to Jesus, and I then think your that's kid's a in cultural the room. difference, though. I don't but know. But also at the same time, yeah, I get where you're coming from because, like, because if we're called to respect it, yeah, I don't know because it says there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So maybe some mom was like, "I want to protect my kid. I'm gonna name him Jesus." <laughs> but then if if uh, so, okay. Let's say that's the case, and then, then it's normal. Let's say, sorry, I got away from the mic. I got excited. But let's say that's the case, and, it, and it's normal. But what if that kid is, like, super, like, like immoral and terrible? So now, whatever he does, oh, do you guys hear what Jesus did? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. That's a question, and I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to ask a priest about that or... Um, yeah, unless somebody has an answer. Dude, write it message. down because... Yeah. Am we I allowed... Should notebook. I break the news now? What's the news? Break that, it. that we are going to have two brothers from oh, Rome is it, on is the it, show? Is it... Has it been guaranteed? No, not yet. Then why are you breaking the news? <laughs> and if we're brother, hoping, Brothers are soon to be priests, by the way. Yeah, we're hoping to have two guys who are studying for the priesthood on our show in a little bit. And they're over in Rome right now, so we're trying to coordinate with the time difference and everything. So they'll be on. And we're going to... Carlos and I are going to go back through all of our episodes. And every time we say, oh, we should ask a priest this question. or Like, guys, don't take our word for it. Like, ask your priest. We're going to take note of all of those questions so you guys don't have to. And we're going to ask these guys when they come on the show their thoughts so that we can get some good opinions on uh, what we've had in the past. Yep. Um, I'm writing it down. I made a folder. Dude. It says, and I'm saying, what about naming your, your kid Jesus? Boom. Send. I'm curious. I'm curious. I mean, I don't know. And I'm not trying to say to anyone who's named their kid Jesus, like... <laughs> Go to the court and rename them. Like that's not what I'm saying. I'm not calling it one out. I'm just, right, I'm just curious. We Sorry, were gonna go make ahead. this episode a quick one, and we're already at 42 minutes. All right, all right. three more minutes. Three more minutes. Let's all right. do last points. Ah oh, man, we have like Christ. two more pages. Dude, dude, talk about. All right, let me just read this section that talks. We talked about Jesus. Let me the section that talks about Christ. In case you guys hear random noise, by the way, uh, we are in the basement recording, and um, my nephews are upstairs running around the house with my husky. So that might be what you hear. So just wanted to Probably call Probably riding it like a horse. Probably. Um, so uh, the 436 talks about Christ. So we just talked about the name Jesus. Christ. The word Christ comes from the Greek translation of the Hebrew Messiah. And then it is the part, which means anointed one. It becomes the name proper to Jesus only because he accomplished perfectly the divine mission that Christ signifies so because that became his name jesus christ because by his name christ uh by his name um uh, yeah whatever by by that specific name he accomplished that perfectly like the name the the thing that it's sim uh, that it um emphasizes the thing that it explains um that word jesus wait what would you want to say oh it looked like you were going to say something Jesus accomplished that. Boom. Done. All right, go ahead. 
down in 438, um, it goes in a little bit more in depth into the name. Mm-hmm. It says the name Christ implies three things. It implies, which it, and it ties the Trinity together in this one name because Christ is anointed, but it says Christ implies he who anointed God, the father, he who is, was anointed Jesus and the very anointing with which he was anointed, the Holy spirit. So within that one name, the entire Trinity is present. And this is stuff that like, every time we see this, I'm like, geez, the whole entire like, Catholic faith just has levels upon levels of like hidden meaning and like deeper meaning that we can see. And that like, if you take time to discover it, it's, there's so much just hidden in plain sight. And just even with the name Jesus Christ, like the Trinity is still tied together within that, which is just crazy to me. And I think that God is like the best conspiracy theorist person out there because mm-hmm. he's just like oh, and then we'll tie jesus's name to myself and we'll tie this yep. to myself <laughs> and then this connects to this to connect to myself and it's like everything just keeps connecting to everything and the and then further no matter you what get into yeah. it, you're like everything is connected it's like and he's like a duh <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan like yeah. you, you can't outrun me like you dig deep enough boom Sorry, go ahead. That goes back to when we were talking about the word of oh, God. Oh, is this the wrap-up that we needed? I think so. All right, go that for go- it. No, no, no. I'm closing you my book. remember like episodes ago it. where we talked about the one word being spoken uh-huh. and like tying everything together throughout mm-hmm. all of creation? We could see it again right now with yeah. like even just this name is like it still ties into the Trinity and the one thing that, that God spoke like connects to everything dude Mm -hmm. this is ridiculous this is crazy it's so crazy this is crazy so do you want me to just say lord right now talk about lord i'm just gonna read the it's 446 go for it dude i'm just gonna read it yeah i'm just gonna read it i think that that we can probably end on that i'm just gonna read the definition and we probably we could probably end on it unless you have something no it says in the greek translation of the old testament the infallible hebrew name yahweh which they didn't spell Y-A-H-W-E-H. Like, they couldn't even spell it fully because... What was the reason? They weren't allowed to pronounce it. Yeah, they weren't around for... So, so they, they just... Wanna... Well, no vowels. It, yeah. it was just... You would. You would. It's like when you get punched in the gut. Yeah. You <laughs> That doesn't sound like you're getting punched in the gut. It sounds like you're going... Never yeah. mind. <laughs> I don't think we can talk about that name. That, I'm just going to leave it like that. It. Like you're... Yeah. Um, so Y H W H by which, so, all right. So it says, uh, infallible Hebrew name, uh, Yahweh, um, by which God revealed himself to Moses. He rendered as Kairos, which is Lord. Um, from then on, Lord became the more usual name by which to indicate the divinity of Israel's God. So his, that name that they used just described the the divinity like the 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 immense power the just things we can't even understand we can't even begin to grasp what his name means but it's like almighty all yeah can't even can't even describe it sorry do you have something to say nope i was just yeah i think that that is a good place to wrap up 
Um, yeah, I don't think I wrapped it up good enough, but... I mean, I will just end with this then. Do it. Which is, like, Jesus in the Bible, he talks to the Pharisees, and they're like, who are you? Like, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. They're trying to get him to, like, say something incorrect or wrong so that they can arrest him, right? Mm-hmm. And... He says, before Abraham was, I am. And he uses God's Oh, the I am. We're going yeah, back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So And good. I just think that that's like such a like, yeah, I'm going to stick it to him. Like, yeah. If you didn't believe me, you have to now. Mm-hmm. Like, because either we'll go to Brian's thing, right? Which is the guy from one of the retreats that we've ran was Jesus has to be either crazy or like believe he's God and not be God or be God. Mm-hmm. there's three those are the three options because when he says that he's not leaving it open to interpretation anymore you can't be like well jesus was god you can't say nah he wasn't because if he was just like a good teacher because if you if you think that he's a good teacher and he says that he is god are you going to just disregard that one thing and then if you disregard that why does anything else stand mm-hmm. and so like that's the one thing where it's just like yeah he said it he was so yeah get out of get, get <laughs> out of here pharisees like got him. got him all right well on that note uh, is that the note that we're gonna end on all right i think we can end good. on this note he... uh, a raspy f sharp <laughs> i have no idea if that he was i don't know close to f. i don't know what that was um that was just the note that we're ending on all right 